0: The ringing of her cell phone jarred Suzette from her thoughts. She pulled out the phone, looked at it for a moment, then glanced toward her visitors. The bald, stocky one had just come back with two drinks in hand, passing one to a white, tall, thinner man with sandy hair. The other man was Asian and small with a short black ponytail. All three were in their thirties and chattering amongst themselves as though she were invisible. They barely seemed to notice her phone ringing. I need to get this, she said anyway, as if she needed an excuse to step away from the men. She moved toward the gourmet kitchen, out of their line of vision. She could hear her Rottweiler, named Cherry, whimpering behind the door of a spare room, anxious to get out. As soon as her guests were gone, she would let the dog out to roam freely throughout the house. She engaged in a short conversation with the caller while peeking out at the men, who were still huddled together before disconnecting and rejoining them. The Asian man gazed at her. Everything all right? I have to go out, she said tersely. Where? asked the tall, thin one. To see someone, she responded. Tucker Matsumoto? The bald one asked perceptively. Suzette cocked a thin brow. How could he have known that? Yes, she responded, knowing that their interests were indirectly represented here. I think we should follow you, he said. Just in case you need backup. She swallowed thickly. That really won't be necessary. We insist. The bald man's dark eyes narrowed. Matsumoto's not to be trusted. We wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. Reluctantly, Suzette relented. Suzette drove her gray Lexus through the streets of Pukalani, glancing in the rearview mirror at the three men following her in a red F-150 pickup. She was a bit tense under the circumstances, but tried to remain calm. Soon, she pulled into a shopping center parking lot on old Haleakala Highway, well away from the stores, and parked near light. It was 7.55 p.m., She had been told the meeting would take place at eight. She watched as the pickup truck pulled into a spot a few feet away from her. The men remained inside. Suzette hoped their presence didn't scare off Matsumoto. Or was that their plan? She took out her cell phone and called Patrick. It went straight to voicemail. Frustrated, she didn't bother to leave a message. Damn you, Patrick. She muttered irritably jealous that he was likely betting another woman at that exact moment. She couldn't help herself, in spite of the fact that her own romantic feelings and sexual yearnings lay elsewhere. She took comfort in knowing that soon her life would change for the better, and she would no longer need to tolerate the pain Patrick had caused her. The knock on the partially open driver's side window caused Suzette's heart to skip a beat. She turned and saw Tucker Matsumoto's face. He was Hawaiian and had a thin mustache. What the hell are you doing here? He snapped. She caught her breath. I think you know. Matsumoto cocked a brow. He sent you to bring the money? She almost hated to disappoint him. No, I'm here to collect money. From you. He frowned. I owe you nothing. The merchandise you have says otherwise, Matsumoto, she said boldly. If you think you can screw us out of payment, you'll do what? He said, cutting her off. Go to the cops? He laughed derisively. I don't think so. Suzette was furious at his arrogance and clear intention to stiff them. Just as she contemplated her next move, a shot rang out, striking Matsumoto, who doubled over. Another shot hit him, and he went down. Fearful that she might be next, Suzette reached in her purse for her gun, which she kept for protection. But it was too late. The crackling sound of gunfire, seemingly louder than ever, rang through her ears. The sudden realization that she'd been shot left her numb. Then she felt her head spinning, and suddenly, everything was pitch black.